Hello everyone, and welcome to Perilous Pursuits. I'm Gogo DM, and I'm proud to present my second D&D live play campaign, The Mobius Chronicles. This homebrew campaign is a continuation of the characters and stories from my first campaign, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, and follows the characters as they uncover a dangerous threat against the entire world and beyond. So sit back and close your eyes as you join our adventuring party in the lands of Faerun and listen to their perilous pursuits. All right, are we going to roll for recap? Everyone roll a d20. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Natural 20. Oh, you're right. Hey, did you do Wasted that? Wasted uh, I need to import it here. I know these digital dice are going to save me here. <laughs> hey, I got a 15. Wow. A oh, my God. That's three times higher than I've ever got. The two nat 20s? Two nat 20s. What a waste. Yeah, just... Yep. Okay. Hey. Terrible angle. Mike, you got to get a 16. Mike, you're doing the recap. Okay. You got to roll a d20. <laughs> oh, we got to roll? For recap. You got to beat a 15. Recap. I rolled a 7. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike, one's up. I mean, oh. up a bit. I rolled a 3. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. Erdan should be doing this one anyways. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. yeah, it's his fault we're here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is, um, we're, we're on this mission for you. Okay. Omni man, go for it. <laughs> Spencer here. Everyone's here. Did he roll? You got a. Yeah, get out of it still? I think everyone got a no. twenty on that. Devin got a twenty, and so did I. I don't know what Spencer got. I got a sixteen. Oh, there you go. All right, Mike. Why don't you give us a a recap? Okay. Michael, what's that? I need more volume on the speakers so I can hear what's going on. Jeez, oh, turn it to eleven. Yeah. <laughs> this is a slow start. You're gonna have to cut all of this out, you know. We need maximum overtone. We're gonna lose all our subscribers. That's better. Okay, yeah. So last left <laughs> off, um, we left the city of Waterdeep on a mission. From God, uh, we've ordered the the Zephyr. I think it was called the ship here that we're on. Yeah. Um, Jarlaxle uh, uh, challenged us to a race, and um, we declined. And then we found out that the ship was actually an airship, and it uh, took off from the water and uh, started cooking her away. For some reason, uh, the uh, Blade Singer decided to get caught with stolen uh, property uh, belonging to the two gentlemen that were um, escorting us to the Isle of Evermeet. Um, then uh, we met the Kenku cook who spits in everybody's food um what else um then uh some smoke smoke on the water yeah and then uh the a dark smoke came up and caused the one elf with a necklace that was to get us through the storm 
to ever meet. Uh, he fell overboard and finally recovered him. The necklace was missing in a manta ray shaped submarine owned by Jarl Axel. Uh, Allegedly. Vicinity. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. And now we have no way to get past the storm. So you guys are... Uh, the ship has landed in the water gently beside you guys and you guys have pulled everyone up out of the water and uh, uh, you're all kind of floating there in one spot. Um, you see the storm off in the horizon, uh, just lightning flashes, uh, this big roiling black cloud. Can uh, we see uh, the um, manta ray shaped submarine? Can you what? Can we see in the water the manta ray shaped submarine? Uh, you can roll a perception. Nope, I do not see the manta ray shaped submarine. I rolled a one. All right. <laughs> uh, you guys are standing on the deck. Everyone who's in the water is wet and shivering. Uh, roiling uh, storm clouds on the horizon with lightning flashes highlighting the clouds. It's like a wall of clouds. I'm going to uh, ask the captain if this vessel is better in the sky when it comes to a storm or on the water. Well, that's a good question. I, uh, I haven't been through a storm like this before. And he kind of looks over at the elves and they kind of, with the necklace, we, we it calmed around us like in a bubble. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe in the water? Has anyone flown over the storms before? Uh, the storm, uh, we haven't had anyone fly over the storm before. We tried. Try. Anyone tried to fly over the storm? Uh, and the, the one elf uh, says, um, uh, no, they haven't, uh, not that we are aware of. <clears throat> Every all the ships that uh, approach and leave, ever meet, that get through are on the water. Why don't never, we? We don't know what. Uh, well, at least I don't know what will happen if uh, we tried to fly over. Can't hear you very well, Gord. Oh, I'm turned the wrong way. How about that? Can you hear me now? Yep. Okay. So he uh, he kind of says it's. I'm, I'm not sure. We could try. <laughs> you if, can uh, certainly try. What if we uh, just uh, work our way higher and higher in the sky just to see if we can see the top of the storm? If we can, we'd be able to see if we're above it or not. Worth a shot, maybe. Uh, sure. Yeah, and the captain says, "Let's get the rigging going." And uh, he nods to uh, uh, the first mate. Um, uh, that the uh, 
Yolana and she uh, pulls the lever and the boat starts lifting up, uh, starts approaching the storm. Uh, and it's slowly kind of rising into the sky. You feel a bit more breeze and uh, water. The, the air does get colder. Um, Viteris just talks to his friend. Uh, he's just shaking his head. Just He's trying to figure out what happened to him. I think it was the drow that did it to you. I, I, I was conscious, but when I felt my, saw myself falling, but I had no control over myself. It was very odd. I thought I was dead. I don't know how I survived that. Well, Revy, um, come on. <laughs> Revy saved your life. He did. Oh, he bows to you, Revy, and uh, thanks you. I left off a ship flying in the air. Like, that was heroic. <laughs> Uh, I am forever in your debt. Good. Uh, the debt can be paid by freeing our compatriot from the hold. <laughs> um, he nods and says, he looks at the captain, he says, can we, uh, we're going to need all hands on deck. I'm willing to uh, forgive and forget. And the captain kind of grumbles a bit and says uh, to the first mate, um, yeah, re- release the prisoner. He's free to go. And, uh, Lucan, you you get released from the uh, from your little cell there, and uh, uh, the which first is mate's... actually currently Vincent, not Lucan. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so game. what do you what do you say, Vincent? Woohoo! Sort of step up and stretch a little bit. Look up, well. It's about time, and just sort of wander off to a dark corner. <laughs> and isn't the gate, like, the bars are, like, unlocked? Yep. Yeah, so she actually reaches to open the gate, and her hand goes through it. And she looks over, and the gate is open. But she kind of looks at you and goes, shakes her head. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> You're free to go. Just get out of there. So you guys are all on deck. Uh, it's gaining altitude. You're a few hundred feet up in the air. Uh, and this wall is imposing wall of clouds is above you. You do see stars above it. When you look kind of to the top of it, above it, you can see stars. Oh, yeah. So the captain kind of looks to you, Erdan, and says, what would you like to do? Go up as high as we can go. See if we can see the top so- of this. So it's it's you can feel the mist and the spray of uh, the storm and the rain and uh, it's it's not that those clouds above you it's just the winds are whipping it out of the storm and spraying these sideways almost. You guys are a few hundred feet off the storm front, and he kind of stops there, and you guys just start rising. Um, as you kind of crest the top of the storm, you notice the clouds start to grow up as well they seem to be matching your speed as they go up nothing looks like it's gonna work magic storm, storm. and Vitaris says uh the gods made this storm to uh, keep ever safe 
I don't think it'd be that simple. Good. So we know that they won't be able to go underneath it either. If the gods are that smart. Unless they have the pendant. Unless they have the pendant. Yeah. And Vitaris just starts slapping himself. Stupid, 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 stupid. (laughs) But they didn't have the pendant the last time, right? Uh, What last time? Well, the drought had just recently invaded your space. Unless unless they snuck onto one of our ships. Oh. That's the only way I could... Oh, maybe unless they had a pendant from somewhere else. Hmm. We, we don't know. Uh, we haven't been able... We've been interrogating them. And I think that's what uh, L'Oreal wanted to bring them back to Waterdeep is some of the questions like that. Maybe we could uh, go up as high as we can and then just dive bomb through the uh, storm and hope that by the time we reach the other side, mm-hmm. we can come in peace. The captain looks at you with his eyes raised up. He's like, it's not our ship. Really? <laughs> <laughs> We're just kind of kamikaze. Uh, yeah. A it's a rental. On the it flagship. Is a rental. A rental. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be quite the maiden voyage of the Ooh. Zephyr. Drive it like you stole it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> ah, he kind of looks looks around at all of you. All right, up we go, and the ship oh, just keeps yeah. rising. The captain's okay Tate, with this. Tadar will tie himself off to a mast. Yeah, and he says. Uh, the captain says, release the last catch ropes. And you see ropes all around the edges of the boat get thrown off. And they hang about 50 feet down below the boat. Just wanna, in case. I want to tie myself to this winged masthead because... <laughs> it might fly? <laughs> it might glide a little? <laughs> <laughs> so that's made out of metal, eh? Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's an anchor. <laughs> it's a good lightning rod, is what he's saying. <laughs> Yeah. I'll, I'll tie off to one of those ropes then. I'll pull one of the ropes up and tie myself to it. Sure. So you got a bit of, uh, you got a bit of room to move around too. You can move yeah. around the whole deck. So, um, do you have feather fall? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stick close to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> and it's at this moment that. Lucan and Vincent switch places again, so you're standing next to Vincent. (laughs) (laughs) But you think it's Lucan. Yeah. It's all good. You're feeling good. Okay. (laughs) uh, The lightning is just crackling, like it almost is like it's an anticipation of something happening, and the the clouds are roiling up uh, towards the stars with the ship. I can't and, believe uh, this is actually happening. Are you sure this is a good idea? I don't know. This is what... Uh... Um, I'm going to... What do you call it when you call upon your god for a favor? I'm going to... Pray. Pray, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is your god? It's spelled commune. commune I'm going to try and commune with my god. And what? who is your god? I do not have that. Lothander <laughs> is this god. Uh, you can roll a D100 if you want. Lothander is the also the god of the storm, is the god that created this storm. So. I'm, uh, I, I'm a cleric of Corlon. Yeah. 
Or that's what I meant. Kuralan Larithian is the god that created this storm. Right. Okay. So a D100, eh? Okay. Uh, can I give him advantage on that? No. I'm going to pray too. I'll also pray. Yeah, you guys can pray. I've never heard of this god before, so I'm just yeah, like, oh, your heads in prayer to Coralon. You, oh, you, you need to role play the prayer, uh, Ray and Jason, but uh, Mike can roll. <laughs> now I lay me down to sleep. <laughs> oh, I get up. Ooh. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. <laughs> what is that? 94%. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. But for chameleon, you have to roll under your level. Yeah, under 10. Under your level. That's the spot. Higher is better. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have commune. You're talking divine intervention, right? Uh, as you're praying, uh, the, the lightning flashes with your eyes closed. You can see the lightning flash get more furious and the thunder become louder. Do you want to roll from Ray or from me? I've never heard of this god before, so I'm just like faking it completely. Oh, oh well, Corlon is someone who, I mean, I, I don't follow, but ever since I've been traveling with Erdan, I've been praying and meditating with him, and I, I'm considering um, levels in Cleric. As of right now. You're test running it. He's a elven god of uh, uh, combat, like and wizardry. So he'd be kind of like the god that most uh, late singers would follow. Oh, oh. Uh, if you want to roll, uh, 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 it's going to be a uh, harder to do than what Mike. Okay, hey, but what what kind of roll? Uh, D one hundred. Okay. Have to roll a one. I got an eighty-two. Oh, yeah, it's uh, the the rain's whipping your hair and the lightning's flashing and you're not really uh, you don't know if it what you, what you said was heard or not. Does his wig fall off? <laughs> roll for wig. <laughs> roll for wig. Roll for glue. You want a wig check? Yeah. <laughs> a percentile dice or? A... Yeah. Uh, do I roll a d20 for that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what you would roll, but what did you roll? I rolled an 18 on a d20. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the wig hangs on. Wow. It looks better now. It's a big poofy thing, so it's almost kind of blowing you back. <laughs> it's like a big sail itself. Can I can I use the feather boa to like Rambo it around my head? Rambo it? <laughs> you know, like first blood. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. You can uh, you can Rambo it. <laughs> Ramboa. Ramboa it. There you go. You get inspiration for that. Really? Oh, don't encourage him. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, the captain, Gregorius, he's talking to Yolanda. He's saying, I think everyone should tie off here just in case. <clears throat> um, okay, I'll tie off. 
And uh, he's kind of giving her instructions. Okay, we're going to tilt the ship down. We're going to do full sail. We're just going to barrel into the storm kind of at a 45 degree angle and pick up some speed. And Yolanda's just kind of looking at him with her mouth open like, really? <laughs> You're going to trust these idiots? I I thought it was a bad idea. I don't know. No one else is speaking out against this, so. Yeah, so the, cap, the captain that puts his arm up in the air like he's going to say, "Go uh, make it so, ah. or engage." Just and he, he looks one over you, Mike. Second. He, he doesn't. Yeah, he, he looks at you guys, saying, "Are you sure?" Vitaris, how long did it take you to get through the storm? Oh, that was about. Uh, an hour, maybe, maybe oh, two. More than six seconds. <laughs> this is the captain. Like he should know better. He he's not sure what uh, how to get through this. He he's saying what you think is just as good as mine. He says I would prefer to be closer to the water in case we do fall out. But well. Eventually we will be. <laughs> the ship will be falling. If you fall out of the boat, the ship will be falling right beside you. Almost. Hey. Well, I, I'm not crazy about this idea, but I haven't done this. I don't know. Maybe it is better to go through it fast. Maybe it's better to we go at through least... it slow. Can we at least see what rotation it's going in? If it's going clockwise or counterclockwise? Uh, it's going it's in. Is it? It, it, it's kind of roiling. It's I don't know if you would say it's spinning. It's hard to tell too. It's uh, if you're not like above it, looking down. It's all over the map. Uh, I don't know. I think it'd be better a little closer to the ground, but. I'll cinch myself back on the rope. Don't your ambassadors to... have some way to communicate with Evermet or Evermeet? Um, we we don't. Well, that seems like an oversight. Well, Ooh. it's it's the uh, the whole security thing, right? No magic shall penetrate the storm. Hey, Gord. Yeah. Remember at the end of the last session, I was supposed to. I did. I didn't actually make a message, but I was supposed to send a message to uh, to the. That's oh, yeah. right. Do you do you have that written out or what you want to say? I did not write it out, but it was it was twenty four words, right? Yeah, twenty five. Um, hmm? Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. Um, There's one of the words. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna before we head out, I'm gonna grab the the shell phone, and I'm gonna say and quit. Jarl Oxel may have stolen the pendant to allow us passage through the storm. We are going anyway. If we do not return, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> what I was um, um, is a word. Jarlaxle is to blame. I think you have about five words left. Kill that fucker! <laughs> <laughs> Pray for us. <laughs> Two more words. Please, please. You no, pooping? No. 
Uh, that's, that's good enough. That's, that's, All uh, right. 23, 23 words is funny. Okay. Beep, beep, poop, poop. Beep, beep, poop, poop. <laughs> Need new underwear. <laughs> All right. So the captain says, last chance to change course here. Are we doing this? Yeah, let's do this. Okay. We're not to lose. So, I regret to be on the record. Who's, who's Okay, is everyone tied on or are some people not being yeah. tied on? Yeah. Are you tied who's on? Good at yeah, tying knots? Yeah, we're tied on. Who's good at tying knots? Somebody show me how to do this properly. Give, one of these sailors can tie this knot. Yeah, for me. his name is Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Slipknot will tie that for you. Yeah, he'll tie Slipknot. you noose. Yeah, I don't know how to do this. a new guy on here named Dagger that can tie your knots for you. Well, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so Slipknot ties a knot around all of you. He seems pretty, pretty, pretty happy with the the knots. So you are all tied to the boat. Can I inspect the knots? <laughs> <laughs> Roll an investigation. Oh, oh they look good to me. <laughs> I rolled a fifteen. Um, the captain just kind of looks at everyone and he holds his finger up. Yolanda's looking at him expectantly. And he's like, go! And the whole ship kind of, <laughs> the whole ship kind of heaves up and, uh, at the back picks up, uh, height as the nose drops and the wings unfurl. Uh, and Yolanda kills the, uh, um the gem glowing gem and it the light dies down and the ship just starts dropping like a rock but the wings how they're furled out they start some forward momentum and this thing is approaching the storm uh there's lightning all over the place and uh you guys are uh just about to hit the storm anything you want to do pray to god deep breath there you go <laughs> pray to the god of rabbits foosh you guys enter the storm it's pounding thunder around you there's flashes of lightning around you uh wind pelting your face uh almost feels like hail hitting you too and uh, uh the ship rocks back and forth but it still just falls down and kind of it's speed fighting against the wind of the uh of the storm um i'd like everyone to roll a dex chuck Saving throw? Uh, yes, a saving throw, please. 23. I got 12. These digital dice are amazing. I don't know. My fucking. Now we got. DD Beyond is freaking crashed on me here. Oh. Here, have some real dice. I, I rolled it. I just don't have my character sheet up now. Yeah, give me a it's second here for your decks. I don't know. My character sheet's not working. Just a second. I'll bring it up on the computer instead. Uh, Tador with a 25. Not 20. There you go. So that's a 28, Gord? Character. That's my D&D &D Beyond. <laughs> uh, Spencer, how about you? 
log me out. Uh, Vincent rolled a six for a total of nine. Thank you. Nine. Okay. Your dex is plus three. Okay. Uh, you you all are able to to hang on. Uh, you got your steady footing, even though the the deck is uh, angled at a forty five degree. Except uh, Vincent, you you hit a slippery spot and you just go sliding and you go whipping off. Uh, you kind of bounce off the uh, the edge of the railing. Uh, you, you can do a, a a strength check to see if you can hang on to it. Oh, that's even better than Dex. <laughs> oh, that's a three plus zero. Can I attempt yeah, to hold on to the rope that he's you, on? You, uh, what? Can I attempt to hold on to the rope that if I see him falling? Uh, yeah, we can get to you. Saving through. Uh, yeah. But this all happens really quick as uh, you guys kind of brace yourself. You see Vincent sliding across. Uh, he puts his hands down to grab the railing, but falls on his face and kind of tumbles. Hits uh, on his back on the side of the railing. And you see him go falling over the edge. It's Ludum. Uh, Vincent, you're you kind of you fall over the edge and then you go and you're you're kind of hanging 50 feet below the. Uh, and I'm sure they're the watching. ship uh, as it's careening through these clouds and there's thunder and lightning all around you. Oh yeah, that that feels good. That feels good. <laughs> and you're being whipped all over the place. Like the winds are just pushing you all over the place, under the boat, to the side of the boat. Uh, you're, you're getting moved around quite a bit. I'm, but I'm you are ahead. safe. Uh, Slipknot rolled a natural 20 on his knots. Oh! Hero. Hero. <laughs> <laughs> but and you are careening at the bottom of a boat now, 50 feet. I'm, I'm going to pull uh, yeah, the rope up if it's safe. I'll start trying to climb. All right. Uh, so I imagine it'll take me a while, but... You guys uh, see uh, Vincent flying over the edge. What do you guys do? How close is he to me? Um, Clap your arms! <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was tied off. It, you he see is. the rope uh, slung over the railing that he was tied off to. I'd oh, say no. uh, Lucan, uh, yeah, you could be down here somewhere. So Lucan and Teodar are probably the closest to it. To where the edge where he flew off. Um, I guess Teodar will like kind of like balance himself as the ship's moving and try and walk over to the edge where the rope is tied off and just start to like at least grab it and start pulling it up. Okay. So uh Vincent, as you're climbing up, you'll get advantage with uh Teodar helping you. Pull up. So roll a strength check. Uh, that's a natural 20 plus zero for 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, roll a perception check for me, too. Uh, as you see the surface of the water coming at you. Wait, I have advantage on perception because of my eye patch. Can I use that? If you're wearing it, yeah. Of course I'm wearing it. Why wouldn't I be wearing you're, it? You're on a boat. That's all the more reason to wear an iPad. 
<laughs> if there was ever a reason to have an eye patch, now is the reason. Uh, perception is a plus four, so nineteen. Nineteen. Um, the lightning is crashing all around you as you're climbing up and being pulled up, and you look over uh, to your right and you see this lightning bolt go cruising horizontal uh, next to the boat, uh, not too far away from you, maybe like fifty feet. And you swear you see almost see something riding on that lightning bolt, some creature, and then it just disappears and uh, gets lost in the flash. All right. You climb up over the uh, edge of the boat, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Teeter, you're over there too. So you are safe on the boat. I'm definitely not I'm standing way at the tip up there. <laughs> well, where do you guys oh, want really? to be? Well, I'm standing in the middle. Not I'll, un the I'll unpause so you can do your little move around there. We were tied down. You should be able to move to where you want to be. Do I have access to my guy? I don't think I do. I die so often you need to give me a, access to this token. <laughs> or just moving to the middle is good, too. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, the captain is, it's, he's starting to pull out of his dive a little bit. He's just trying to estimate how far he's dropped and he's worried about crashing into the ocean. So he's, he says, we, we made it a fair chunk into the storm, but, uh, he's, he's starting to level off. He's just doesn't trust, uh, how close the, uh, ocean, ocean is. How fast are we going right now? You're going pretty quick. Uh, faster than you were ever on this whole trip because you're basically in a nosedive mm -hmm. <clears throat> but you probably took you know maybe 20 percent off the time to get through this storm just from that maneuver faster than a speeding bolt not quite <laughs> So uh, the rain's just pelting. Uh, the storm is uh, blurring around you. Uh, what do you guys? Uh... Just hold on. Hold, hold on. on. Yeah, not much I can do. Uh, you see uh, lightning crackle all around the ship. Uh, this kind of forked lightning, and forked lightning. Almost like an image retention. You just see spots of not quite lightning but something else and they just kind of you can't focus on it because it disappears so quickly uh, around the ship i'm not sure what it was didn't look like lightning though I'll, I'll look over towards the group and be like i don't know if i hit my head when i went off <laughs> but there like there's something on the lightning i know how that sounds but there was something on the lightning when it was going by it's on the head yeah, I'll say, Vincent, what are Good you job. on right now? Can I get some? You're okay, buddy. I, I would I would gladly share, but we, there's something going on here. It's more than just a storm. And uh, Viteris yells out, uh, The Guardians! And uh, again, Fork Lightning surrounds the boat, and you see... You all see now these 
these small grayish creatures with lightning crackling between their ears and their hands and they're almost sliding along the uh the lightning bolts and they appear all around your boat these creatures oh and they're numbered they are numbered for your okay we have like two guardians with us we'll be fine Uh, Come in peace. <laughs> yeah, we're your friends. Don't worry about it. Uh, so they look like I'll show you guys. Oh, fun! Oh, lovely! Yeah. What? They look like that. <coughs> the little miffets. Little miffets. They're just little like they're not that scary looking, right? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and you just hear this cackling laughter. I like. Uh, everyone to roll initiative. That sucks. Can we have yeah. uh, Calamar uh, speak to them on our behalf? Clearly. Uh, These are like Calamar's buddies. Uh, he says the only thing it protects from the Guardian is the amulet. What about Calamar? What does he do? Uh, he's he's my buddy. <laughs> does he look prepared to fight? Do the elves look prepared to fight? Uh, they, they're drawing their swords. Okay. Uh, so there's a few more uh, of these things that are showing up. And uh, they look like they're going towards the elves. And a few of them are going towards the... Um, towards the, the ship's uh, crew. So what you see here is probably the ones that are going to be going after you guys. So, uh, Lucan, what'd you get? 21. Erdan? Nine. Uh, Teodar? I rolled a three for 12. Holy shit. Uh, Revenant? <laughs> Nine. Vincent? Uh, 11. And Jack? 'Cause I'm doing it in uh D D Beyond, you won't be able to see the uh uh initiative list, but um All right, so this uh, gremlin here. This little gremlin here. This uh, this guy right here, he flies right at you, Erdan. Uh, and you, no. aren't we? Isn't yeah. I thought I was tied up beside Lucan. Yeah. Why did you move your guy when he unlocked everybody? Yeah, I should have been right beside him. You're over here? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
on the other side of the map. I don't know. Away from all the enemies? Uh-huh. I actually was also right behind that, too. No, I said I would <laughs> stick with Lucan because he had feather fall. That's fine. So this gremlin flies all the way next to you. Exactly. <laughs> Just him in. Yeah. Yeah. Do I get an opportunity on attack on that as it flies past me? No, it, it, it moved just past you. Oh. Uh, just out of range. Shocks. Uh, I thought you had reach. <laughs> so it reaches up to touch you with uh, an 11 to hit. And that does not hit. All right. Uh, the crackle on his finger just misses you as it swipes you. Oh, my nuts. Uh, Got crack fingers. Lucan, you're up. Uh, Lucan, is he? St- I'm tied up right now. I'm tied down to the deck. No, you have a you have a fifty foot rope to the railing, so you can move around this whole lower deck. Okay. Uh, I would like to cast greater invisibility on myself. Does that make the rope invisible too? Uh, no, the, the we'll say the rope is just hanging there in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and the that gremlins right. look at it oddly. Uh, uh, the ro- the rope would I think would be invisible too. I guess. Well, because it's, it's attached to as part of his equipment right now. Yeah, it would be. Well, isn't the boat attached to the equipment too? Then so, so the whole so the boat, boat turns invisible too. <laughs> okay. And we're all right. If you guys really boat. want it. So then uh, the rope does not turn invisible. No, no. <laughs> uh, the the rope alone turns invisible with Lucan. Okay. Is that your uh, turn? Are you moving at all? Action blade song. Okay. Uh, Gremlin number two. He's going to. Uh, He is going to go here, and he's going to look at you, Tiadar, and uh, this lightning uh, bolt comes shooting out of his fingers. And he rolls a 23 to hit. Well, it's not a save. Okay. No, it's a melee attack. Uh, So you get two points of lightning damage. Oh, fun. And uh, I feel like I've been marked. Okay. Um, next up is uh, Gremlin number three. And he's actually going to go right up to you and attack you. There, uh, for a 23. Yep. And that is two points of lightning damage. Okay. Uh, you need to make a constitution saving throw now. Um, that's a 15. Um, uh, 
just reading what happens here. All right. Uh, so that was number three. Number four is going to go shoot after Vincent. Uh, and he try to reaches out to touch you, Vincent. Okay. Uh, they keep rolling 17s. That's a 23. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Uh, for six points of lightning damage. Okay. And you need to roll a constitution saving throw. That's a 19 plus something. Okay. That's a pass. You passed as well, uh, Tadar. Uh, Jack, Bazuli. It's your turn. Um, Jack will use his bonus action to rage. <coughs> and when he rages, a. Uh, Lashing spiny tail strikes out of his uh, ass. <laughs> I was wondering. If, his, I was wondering his regular that. puffy tail. <laughs> out of the normal tail place that a tail would generally pop out of. This, this cute so little the, wiggly tail turns into this. So the machine. tail sphincter opens and this tail shoots out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a hen tail. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so that's my bonus action. Yeah. You missed it. And then uh, I'm going to step uh, five feet uh, northwest to number towards number one there. And uh, yeah, right behind Tiadar. Just this over to this uh, Mifit number one, so I'm within melee range. Oh, there. And then I'm gonna northeast. I'm going to strike out at him with a melee attack, and as I strike out with my empty fist, a uh, psychic blade forms in my hand, and I attack with a nat one. <laughs> Do you have advantage because you're flanking? Yeah. Do I have advantage because I'm flanking? Can I step into flanking? Uh, it's not quite flanking. You would, you could move to flanking if that's what yeah, you Yeah, I'll, I'll walk. I'll walk more forward if I can yeah. get a flank. Okay, on it. so you have flank. Oh, uh, that's a two. <laughs> <laughs> a one and a two. Dice jail. You can't dice jail digital dice. <laughs> yeah, you can. You just don't use them. <laughs> All right, well, that's my attacks. And my movement's good. I'm good where I am. Okay. That's my turn. Um, Number five here. He's going to come down and he's going to go after Erdan. He's going to go after Vincent. Why not? Oh, a nat 20. Yep. 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 Uh, For seven points of lightning damage. And you need to roll a constitution saving throw. That's probably a fail. I think a two plus anything isn't going to be enough. Mm, yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> two plus five, seven? Se- seven? Seven? Damn it. Yeah. Um, 
So you are, uh, let's just read this. Uh, you are going to be attracting lightning for one minute. And for that duration, attacks that cause lightning damage have advantage against you. Okay. Uh, you have disadvantage on saving throws against lightning damage and lightning effects. Okay. If you take lightning damage, you will be paralyzed until the end of your next turn. And you repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. That's good. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, all right. All right. Uh, Tia it's your turn. All right. All right. Gotta ride. Um. This sucks. I am gonna take out my short sword and strike at number three. Okay. Is a natural twenty hit? Nice. Natural twenty does hit. I'll use D and D Beyond for this. That's a lot of D sixes. Uh, I do 33 plus 38 points of piercing damage. Yeah, that thing's dead, but as you touch it with your metal sword, uh, oh, shit. Uh, discharge comes out and gives you five points of lightning damage. Okay, I will... Does my reaction charge at the end of my turn or at the beginning of my turn? Start of your turn. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll take five points of damage. Oh. That's it for me. Okay. Um, did you use your reaction? I did not use my reaction. Oh. I was going to use it if it recharged at the end of my turn, but at the beginning of my turn, I don't want to use it. Uh, this guy flies down to you, uh, Jack, and he's gonna attack you. Number six. I say, no, no, go for the sorcerer. He's fine. That's uh, a 19 <laughs> to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. After one point of lightning damage. Oh, I can't even half that. Okay, roll a, uh, <laughs> roll a constitution saving throw. Yeah. Uh, 14. Yeah, you're good. Oh, nice. Uh, and for seven, he's going to come over here to you, Lucan, and attack you. Lucan's invisible right now. Oh, then he's going to fly towards Erdan and bump into someone. Do I get an opportunity attack? Uh, well, he's, he's just going to bump into somebody. He thinks it's the wind. He's going to go right there. So he doesn't he doesn't go out of your range. Oh, he's gonna attack Erdan. Uh for twenty-three. That hits. <clears throat> twenty-two actually. That hits too. Uh six points of lightning damage. And uh you need to roll a constitution saving throw. <coughs> I think so. 
Rolls good. Uh, 16. Yeah, you're good. Um, Vincent, you're up. Uh, okay, I'm going to sort of dip back on my left foot and my eyes are going to flare up with a purple arcane energy and I'm going to sort of wave my hand out in front of me and cast Acid Splash against number five and number six. So they each need to make a dexterity save. Oh, natural one for the number five. Perfect. And a 18 for number six. Uh, so number six saves, so will not take any damage. But number five takes the full damage, which is 10 points of acid damage. And he just uh, squeals in pain as the uh, acid just melts him. And he's dead. Perfect. Um, for the bonus action, uh, I will. No, that's not going to be worth it. That's going to be my turn. Okay. Uh, this gremlin here is going to go fly. Oh, I'm gonna make my. I'm gonna try to make my save at the end of my turn. Oh, uh, you don't have to write, do a save because uh, you didn't touch it. Uh, oh, you well, already you already my, affected my lightning. Yeah. That's right. Did you kill the one that affected you? Maybe. Uh, no, it's a. It's okay. not like a magical effect. It's like you got into his uh, <laughs> nervous system. Uh, so that's a fourteen. Okay, yeah, so you, uh, uh, at the end of each of your turns, ending the effect on its success, yeah, so you're no longer have uh, have that, which is good, because it would have had Reach down damage. and I'll ground myself, and, <laughs> oh god. There you go. <laughs> Wear some steel toe boots. Yep, there we go. I'm in metal armor, so I'm in a Faraday cage. <laughs> That's right. Uh... Number uh, nine. Let's see. Hey. He's heading towards you, Revy, but he can't quite get to you. Uh, Erdan, it's your turn. Someone off the map. So... Nope. Erdan is going to cast Spiritual Guardian at fourth level. Oh. What? So is that just like a circle around you? It reaches out 15, 15 feet from me. Right. So a 30 foot diameter. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be able to from here to here, here, close from here. Something like that. 
something like that, yeah. And then a little bit bigger, five more. Because it's centered on me. It reaches out 15 from me. Oh. I'll say it's like that. Okay, so any creature that I can't, that I see, I can designate not to be in it. So if I can't see the creature, or it hasn't been there when I first <laughs> cast the spell, like a familiar. Fizzbot pops his head out. <laughs> so you can see him. Fizzbot says, fuck you, Erdan. Yeah, but you can't, you can't see uh, Lucan. Oh! <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> he knows I'm there, though. I'm he doesn't know where you are. He a... probably thought you you wouldn't have hung around here. Would have definitely moved away. No, you can I'm move there because my I'm poking him in the back hmm. with my spear. I mean my uh, longsword. It's happening. <laughs> so does everything have to roll or on their turn the start of their turn their turn there <laughs> perfect yeah. when they first enter or when if they turn yeah so uh three creatures plus lucan on the start of their turn will be taking some damage <laughs> <laughs> Worthwhile. Uh Erdan, is that your turn? Yeah. Okay, Revenant, you're up. Okay. Um Are the ship's crew in danger? They're fighting these things off in the distance and or in other areas and you can see them battling away with them. Hey. Right. Um I'm just gonna go and attack the one that's closest to me there. Can you access your uh, character? I can move, but I was wondering if you oh. can. Uh, I can do, I don't know. Oh, geez, what did I do? You're drawing crap. <laughs> How do I not do that? How do I get rid of those? There we control go. Z, control Z, control Z. There we <laughs> go. So you got to click on the top left on the, the person. On there the we menu. go. And then you can select your guy. Yeah. Okay. All right, roll an attack. Oh my god. Um. By the way, Gord, uh, affected creatures' movement is half within this area effect. Eleven. Uh, Eleven uh, does not hit. Okay, we're gonna throw. In, we're gonna try and hit him again. Uh, Twenty. That hits. For eight damage. Uh, you smack him with your uh, staff, and he just squeals in pain uh, as he goes tumbling off and falls. Below, he's dead. Yep. And then I'm gonna run over to the other one there. And then, uh, no, I guess I can move my character. Yeah. See, so yeah, I moved one, two, three spaces. 
I can move five more. One, two, three, four, five. Is that close enough to attack here? Yep, you're on five feet. Okay. And it's going to be an unarmed strike. Uh, twelve. Uh, that does not hit. Alright, that is the end of my turn. Um, this creature down here, number 11, goes flying up to you, Teodar. Reaches out to touch you. That rolls a three for a nine, which misses. Uh, that's his turn. This guy is going to go, well, let's see, five, ten, ten. 25, 30, 35. He's going to flank. And he's just cackling, like giggling. He attacks you. Oh, a six and a three. That sucked. For a 12. Yeah, both of those miss as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're at the top of the round. And number one which is stuck between Jack and Erdan. That's going to attack you, Erdan. Has to make a saving throw for it. Right. Uh, what kind? Wisdom saving throw. Uh, that is a dirty 20. It still takes half. Okay. Roll the dice. Um, 15 points of damage, radiant damage. Yeah, it just kind of blows into a million pieces and uh, disappears into the wind, uh, dead. Oh, I got one. <laughs> uh, Lucan, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, roll uh, to see if you get hit by the spiritual guardians. Oops. What kind of save is this? Wisdom save. Proficient in that, aren't you? I know right now. DC is 15. I got a 13. Oh, oh. oh, but I have advantage on saves, so I can roll again. Add your watch oh, plus. Plus one, so it's 16. It's not an advantage. 16 does it save? Yeah, it does make the save. So it's half damage? Yeah. Oh, well, good thing I rolled low. <laughs> Nine points of damage, so half of that. Four. I take the four damage. All right, so it's your turn now. Okay. I'd like to move. Uh, Two squares north of Erdan. Can I can I do that? Like up here. Uh, actually, just I'll just be right above Erdan. Not two squares, just one square. There you okay. go. And I'm going to cast Thunderstep. Okay. I'm going to take you with me, if you're willing. I'm willing, I guess. I'm unwilling. Where are you going? 
we're gonna move this uh, spiritual guardians to get more people. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go to the. Yeah, I, I want to go beside number twelve. I want to go to the how, left of number twelve. How far diameter does Thunderstep do damage, though? Ten. To me. Ah, okay. Jack <laughs> is not pleased with you. So Jack, uh, six and seven, six and, seven and Erdan. Seven. And Erdan. No, Erdan goes with me. Oh, so he doesn't take the damage? No, the damage happens after we leave. Ah. Okay, so Jack, six and seven. Motherfucker. Blowing the boat up. <laughs> That's a con save? I think so. Yeah. Yeah? I got 19. That should make it. Uh, yeah, that makes it. Is it a half damage thing, though? Yeah. Uh... And this gremlin needs to do a, uh... Oh, sorry, con what kind of con save? Yeah. Uh, that is a 13. That fails. Okay. That was number six. Number seven passes. Is it 19? Okay, so it's nine points of thunder damage. Uh, Total. It looks like it doesn't do as it doesn't do as much damage to it, it seems. Okay. But now um 11, 12, and four have to save for spiritual guardians, because they've just entered spiritual guardians. Uh does seven take half damage on a thunder step? If he yeah. saved. He did save. So he yeah. is, uh, oh, no, wait, sorry. Six does not take any damage because he is immune to thunder damage. Six so, is? So it's 70. Just, yeah. they're, they're, they're all immune to thunder damage, so it didn't do anything to them. Yeah, but are they immune to spiritual guardians? No. Okay. So, so yeah, so four, six, 12, and 11. And that's a wisdom save? Is it rounded down or up the damage? It's rounded down. It's rounded down, okay. So I take four damage. <laughs> so four. Jason, did you roll your concentration check for when you took... Uh, what a shitty roll! Damage? Okay. And number four failed. What's the damage? So 10 points of damage total. Okay. So four pops out of existence. A one, a two, a three, and a four. <laughs> On D8s. That's not good. No. Um, I failed my concentration check, and so I'm visible again. Okay. Well, uh, four pops out of existence as the damage does, kills them. Uh, do number 12, or number six. Uh, he fails. He pops out of existence. They're just like pop, 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 like popcorn. Uh, so like a bat hitting a ceiling fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> More like a bat going into a, a chipper, wood chipper. <laughs> uh, 
and then 11 and 12. See what they do. Um, Eleven uh, gets a. What's a DC? Fifteen. Yeah, it got a sixteen, so it passes. They did so, five. So half damage. Yeah. At five. It looks weary. And then uh, eleven, or sorry, twelve. Gets a twelve. So it takes full damage. And this dude pops. Like, like a glitter bomb into uh, Lucan's hair. My wet wig? Yeah. It's full of glitter uh, from these things, huh? And your boba. <laughs> All right, so that's your turn. Uh, that's quite the turn there, Lucan. It's like a team up. Mm. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I'm part of the team. <laughs> My mouth is bleeding. <laughs> Four points of slap damage. <laughs> um, I thought it was zap damage. This guy uh, didn't like that at all, so it's going to go right at you, Lucan. And... Actually, he's going to fly to here. And he's going to shoot lightning at you at a range. Of course, he's not going to enter that that bubble. Yeah. Uh, he rolls a 14 to hit. No, that doesn't hit. Okay. Uh, so that's his turn. Uh, Jack, it's your turn. Um, Thunder in here. <laughs> <laughs> Jack is confused by what just happened. He's, he's never seen something up. like this before. He's like looking around like, what the fuck? I didn't sign up for this. And then uh, he's gonna he's gonna jump forward towards number seven. Okay. He's gonna recklessly attack number seven. Yeah. Go for it. And then, what are you attacking uh, him with? Jack does not carry any weapons. He does have his tail, which can attack as okay. well, but he doesn't use his tail. He just. Manifests his psychic blades as he punches this yeah. guy. Yeah, you missed that whole thing. You went to the bathroom. Yeah, I have a tail. It's a hand tail. It's fine. Uh, what? That's a net 20. So you're hitting it with your tail? No, I'm hitting it with my psychic blades. I don't use the tail. Nailed. Psychic blades. Okay. Rabbit. He's got like a little bunny rabbit tail. No, it's a scorpion tail that exudes from me when I uh, it's engorged when I rage (laughs) when he gets excited the blood has flowed I'm really bad at being a rogue I don't know how much sneak attack damage I get never seen a rabbit's penis before but now I guess I have (laughs) (laughs) alright so what did you roll to attack Uh, nat 20 to hit Yeah. for 29 and then I do 11 damage plus 24 damage. Yeah, so, this thing just kind of blasts. It, it goes into dust, which seems familiar. It's almost like it was disintegrated. Um, and then I've still got room to move. I'll, I'll move up to beside Revy. 
He's not letting it phase him. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That was a different character. I'm in, I'm in character right now. Yeah. That's your turn? Yeah. I want to... I don't know. I can't really see how far I'm moving here, but... Uh, I want to try and help Revy out by providing advantage potentially if I'm able to get. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know if I can move. I have 30 foot movement. Yeah, it's not just one. You need five more to get advantage. Gotcha. All right. So you I'm can just get to like, Revy on. Jump. You can get to there. Jump. I can't jump. I don't. Oh, actually, I have a bonus action. I'll fucking bonus action dash. Don't you have rabbit jump? Yeah, I do. I don't need okay. it. So you got you got advantage for Revy then with that yeah. dash. Perfect. Good. And grabs you, and the foot goes flying away. <laughs> Tiadar, you're up. I will rotate around to get on the back side of this guy, and then I will swing my sword at this guy for a. Uh, 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Um, and 14, 14 plus, uh, 19 points of, uh, I guess, piercing damage from a yeah, short sword. You just swing at it and it turns into glitter all over Erdan. Lightning glitter. It dies. All right. That's my turn. All right. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Vincent, you're up. Um, feel like we've got a little bit more room, so I'm going to look over towards number two. The eyes flare up, the hand extends, and this spectral hand comes out, and I'll cast a uh, chill touch on number two. Have to touch it? Nope. It's 120 foot range. Okay. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. That hits. For nine points of necrotic damage. Alright, it just fades away as it just melts into this black pus and drops down below into the ocean in the storm. It dies. <coughs> your turn. I, will, I will stay where I am. Yeah, that's my turn. Um okay. Uh number eight will attack you, Revy. It's gonna reach out and touch you. That's a miss. Eighteen misses, huh? Okay, and then uh, number 10 comes flying in. And it's going to shoot you from range. Lightning out of it, and it goes whizzing by you. It doesn't hit you. Uh, top of the order. Lucan, you are not visible. Yep. Uh, 
only see 10 and 8. That's the only targets I see. Uh, you see 10 and 8, yeah. Just shoot a firebolt at number 10. Okay, go for it. That is a 19 to hit. That hits. And that's 10 points of damage. Uh, this firebolt just inflames this uh, gremlin, and he just burns up and crisps, and he falls overboard into the storm below. He's dead. Well, give a high five to Erdan. <laughs> um, hey, Erdan, your god isn't very strong. Jack, you're up. Uh, you're, Jack, you're an advantage. Yeah, I will attack with my psychic blades. Your what? My psychic blades. What are they? Are they are they real? They're psychic. Okay. <laughs> That's a fifteen to hit. That hits. Oh wait, I have advantage. It could be a nat twenty. I, I think the the question. That was a nat twenty. Oh wow! Right. The question wasn't, are they real? Are they, do they conduct? Yeah, are they metal? <laughs> no, they're not metal. They're made out of my mind. Okay. Yeah, but is you, your mind you, metal? Your mind conduct electricity or is it like? No, it's a rabbit mind. It's very small. It doesn't conduct anything. You're, you're a pretty metal kind of guy though. No. You have a mind like a steel trap. Yeah. <laughs> steel being the keyword. So that's uh, 18 damage. 18. And as you drive uh, uh, your sword into it, uh, it just screams out and it it's just cackling. It just yells out to the storm, Mother! And it just falls over dead. And I am your mummy. Fucker! <laughs> <laughs> so, um... At that, uh, you've killed everything there. Uh, you, you hear uh, thunder strikes starting to increase in frequency, and lightning starts forming uh, more, more active. Say something. You, uh, uh, the lightning starts crashing to the just the north side of the uh, of boat into one uh, point from all different points, and the, the white lightning starts to blend into colors of blue and purple. And uh, you see... Uh, appear just off the... Can, sorry? Can I cast, as this is happening, can I cast invisibility? Uh, on your turn. We're still in initiative. Okay. I've seen you already, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, just off the... Uh, uh, what is that? Port and... So huh? You know you're going to take damage here in this at the starboard, starboard side. Starboard, mm -hmm. it's a yeah on the starboard side. So to the north there, this 
lightning starts forming, coalescing into uh, a figure of pure lightning, and uh, you see uh, this uh, form floating in the air in front of you. Oh. And it's just yes, crackling please. with lightning as it just kind of gazes over the ship and at all of you. Come to Papa. <laughs> Electro. I don't think so. Well, we talked to her. Hmm. Um, so that, Jack, it was your turn last. Uh, it's actually this turn. Uh, this, this thing's uh, turn. Uh, it appears, so I should go shorter. Get my sure. bonus action still? Uh, yeah, you could, do, you could do your bonus action before it showed up. Oh, not, okay. af- I, not after. I will assume that we're finished fighting then. Yeah. I'll just walk towards the group. Okay. You can go that way. Perfect. Uh, so this crackling uh, creature made of lightning uh, looks down at all of you and uh, wandering all around Uh, it's gonna come after you. Uh, it's actually gonna go. It's a large creature. It's gonna go kind of right in between you guys here. Oh, in your face here, Lucan. Oh, opportunity attack for Lucan. Uh, anyone's range. She, she is going to. Uh, she comes right down to the deck. She entered the thingy. She got to make the saving throw. Right. <laughs> and that one. That's good to hear. Who just dies? You have to make your damage roll. I am making my damage roll. Of course, it's going to be shit again because it's dice. Oh, that's not bad. 24. Uh, that 24 Ooh, points of cool. damage? Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Two sevens and eight and a one. She's going to look over at you, uh, Erdan, and she okay. is going to reach out with a big arm and slam against you. Oh, that's slow. Uh, where's that? It's a uh, 16 to hit. Does not hit. Okay, I can use that again. Oh, that's going to hit. Uh, that's a 26. That does hit. Oh, painfully slow. Ooh, double eights on TD8. Uh, for shit, that is twenty points of uh, bludgeoning damage to you. Oh my god, that is a lot. Plus, plus, 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> I rolled two tens for two d10s. Plus 20 points of lightning damage. Holy fuck. <laughs> and as a bonus oh, action, as a bonus action, she's going to teleport uh, 30 feet over here. Yeah, I'm out. I drop to the deck. And everyone who was within five feet of her uh, is going to take 1d6 lightning damage. Is there no save for that? Saving throw. You lose. Uh, it says each creature within five feet of the animated breath after it teleports takes <laughs> 1d6 lightning damage. Okay. Teleport. So that's that's me and Revy? No, no, from where she left. Oh. And she rolled a six, so uh, six points of lightning damage to Vincent, Lucan, Erdan, and Teodar. Don't we get to make a save? Nope. It's not how it's written. All right. It's like uh, as she teleports away, it just blasts out lightning, and you take automatic damage. Okay. Yeah, kind of like thunderstep or whatever. Death. Uh, so that's a death save that you lost. Yeah, and you can get rid of my red ring of death. Right. And then uh, he's down. Yeah. So that's uh, Teodor, you're up next. <clears throat> I never even got my second turn. <laughs> yeah, I've only had one turn so far. Could have been dodging. I think, um, I think Revy missed a turn. Did you miss a turn, Revy? Uh, I've only had one turn. Okay, well, take a turn now before uh, Deodar. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna hit it. Need a smack. Oh my god. <laughs> 12? Advantage. Uh, 12 does Oh, do I have, adva- I have advantage? Hold on. Yeah, you do. Uh, 15. Uh, 15 just hits. Hell yeah. Mr. Clutch. Uh, eight, 8 points of damage. Alright. Uh, you kind of smack her and she kind of turns to you and looks, looks upset. <clears throat> I'm gonna use my second action as a dodge, and then I'm gonna bonus action uh, unarmed strike. Because I really don't want to get hit. Uh, 19 to hit. 19 hits. And 7 points of damage. And that's the end of my turn. And I took a dodge action there, so. Yeah. Uh, so, Teodar, it's your turn now. Okay. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. 25. I'll get beside Jack. And I'll be like, oh, this can't be a good idea, and reach out, swing with my sword. Use uh, mind blades. Be- Hoping for advantage with Revenant. Uh, yeah, you get advantage. Uh, that's a 
20 plus to hit. That hits. Um, on this swing, I will click <laughs> the button at the bottom and engage my once a day ability. Oh, probably a good choice. Uh, that is 45 points of piercing damage. Oh! As the blade drops in and the blade vibrates as it punctures. He reels back and stares at you like shocked. And I will bonus action dash. Shocked? You say you were shocked. <laughs> she is shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll move away from the scary lady. <laughs> uh, now it's my turn. All right. Uh, Vincent, your turn. Um... <clears throat> I am going to bonus action, spend some sorcery points to summon my Hound of Ill Omen directly beside the ball of lightning creature that is terrifying. which is going to give her disadvantage on any spell saves that I cast. And now that he's there, I'm going to cast Blight. So that is a con save of 15 that you have disadvantage on. Uh, that's a seven. Cool. That is 8d8 of necrotic damage. We'll roll on D&D Beyond very slowly. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty slow right now. <coughs> But it looks fantastic on my screen. That is 37 points of necrotic damage. Uh, this green pus and dark pus starts growing over this lightning uh, form. and She starts to scream and, and she's just curling up into a ball And as, as your necrotic en- energy covers her. And she just screams out and she just bursts into this huge... Uh, lightning uh, explosion Uh, but lightning attacks hits out at all of you guys within five feet I think Uh, I moved with Theodore right? You rolled shitty too so uh, three points of lightning damage I made sure to get out of that in case that happened how much? three points of lightning damage oh okay Uh, she uh, yeah she could have been way worse when uh, she did it to, to Erdan, she rolled two tens for two d ten. And you rolled uh, a one and a two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, she's dead. Well done. Whew. 
uh, and the storm. Are we still in initiative? You're still in initiative. You think? Uh, well, I'm no. waiting for my. No, turn. you're you're out of initiative now. The storm actually calms. Uh, the uh, it actually the clouds they seem to be breaking up a little bit. We have broken the everlasting storms. Can I check on the crew? Yeah, uh, they're still. Uh, you look, and one of them is still fighting one of those gremlin things in it, uh, as Jolana, and she just smacks it with a uh, uh, sword that she has and kills it. And that was the last one. Okay. Um, you see Slipknot on the on the deck. Uh, he's unconscious. Uh, is he stable? Uh, no one has been over to him yet. They were all fighting. He just looks down. All right, I'll go stabilize him. Yeah, so he, he, he stopped the bleeding. He looks like he has stabilized now. Yeah. Uh, and all the, the captain, the elves, uh, they all look bloody. Uh, they got lightning scars all over them, and they're bleeding from various areas. Um, a single point of uh, sunlight shoots across the deck as you see the clouds starting to break. Look, Erdan, the, the the sun is peeking through the storm. You're going to be okay. I'm still unconscious. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything to help you with that. I'm sorry. Okay, I give Erdan uh, a regular healing potion. Was it 2d4 plus 4? No, two, I forget. 2d4 uh, plus 2. 2. And, and I comfort him. I cradle his head in my lap, which is soaking wet right now. From the storm! Pissed himself. Oh, I got eight hit points. Um, where the, uh, where the creature was when she exploded, there is a dark, um, uh, when the smoke clears or was you see a dark gray rod with yellow bands on it standing vertically within one end stuck in the wood of the ship's deck I take it before Revy does I boot Revy uh, out of the way it, it, it seems to be glowing it's glowing a dull red it's glowing a dull red glow it's like red hot so you take six right, points it, of it, it, it ended six. with my turn. So the hound grabs onto it before anyone else. Can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, the hound's gone. The hound's uh, gone. Jack, you take six points of uh, fire damage. It's grab this thing. It's hot. It's like glowing red. Uh, there's lightning sparks crackle uh, in the ionized air as it dissipates from it. Who made the killing blow? Vincent. It was me. Vincent yeah. killed it. Um. Yeah, uh, the, the the ship's crew they come down. They're kind of weary and they're kind of patting everyone on the back and giving out hugs and all that. So we, I think we made it. 
And they all kind of look at you, uh, Tiadar, and that sword of yours. And wonder what, uh, that's quite quite the uh, weapon you have there, the captain says. I'll flourish it back and forth and slide it in. I said, pray you never get to meet the other end. I think we just witnessed what happened. <coughs> um, are you taking that rod, uh, Jack? I take the damage? You took six points of fire damage. So well, it's, then, you yes, got the... I'm taking the rod. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as you... It gets lighter and lighter as the, uh, the boat gets into mistier and lighter kind of clouds. The wind has stopped. The rain has stopped. And you, you feel sunlight piercing uh, onto the deck. And you uh, you see glimpses of water below and greenery and uh, shoreline. And uh, you, you come out emerging from this misty fog. And you see this beautiful green forested land as far as the eye can see. It's, you know it's an island, but it's a big island. Pull up! <laughs> yeah. You're still a couple hundred feet above. Into the and storm. To the uh, to the north, you see this gleaming city um, that you recognize. Uh, Erdan and Batari says, uh, over there, yeah, we need to, he tells the captain, we need to go that way. Um, Upon getting through the storm and all the crazy weather, uh, Teodoro will be kind of like, uh, kind of like stretching out a bit. And as soon as he sees the sunshine, his head kind of drops down, his like hood pops back up. Erdan's going to get up, uh, thank uh, Lucan, take his boa off and wring out the water and put it back on him. <laughs> Um, and yeah, the, uh, the ship starts flying towards this gleaming city in the beautiful blue sunshine. You don't, from this side, you don't see the storm at all. You see gleaming waters as far as the eye can see out to the east where you came from. You see beautiful blue sky, uh, maybe a couple little clouds here and there, but, uh, we should this... keep an eye out for the sub. Uh, you can roll a perception if you'd like. Hi, yeah, no. I'd like to also. I'll look. I've got, I've got a, a hard case of wanting to kill Jarlaxle, so. I think we all do now. Now that we're through the storm, maybe uh, the elves can use magic to talk to their people? Uh, uh, Teodor rolled a 24 for perception with a natural 20. I rolled oh, a- yeah, I rolled a 19 with a plus two for 21. Shit. We're all like freaking hate this man. <laughs> I got a 23. What'd you get? Five. Five. <laughs> um, You're looking at your wig. Or Erdan and uh, Teodar. You see, a, you don't see anything, but you notice a strange wake in the beautiful blue waters and a shadow under the water, and then it disappears. Looks like it's heading north. I go, Captain, look, dicks are us. And he looks over, he's like, where? I don't see anything. Where the wake is. I, it just, it blends in with this waves. He doesn't see it. Uh, 
Dick say where? <laughs> what? Uh, so as you guys approach the uh, the city, um, oh, not that one. Giant dead dragon. Oh yeah, you just oh, you, you go again. back flashback to okay, the uh... turn around, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you get a flashback of when uh, he was dead. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I can't remember the name of this city, Erdan. Uh, Do you remember? No, I can't. It was in your back. It's the capital city. The capital city. Yeah. Little Spire. I think that was it. I knew I wrote it down, but uh... the main city is Liffle Spire. Yeah, so that's it. Liffle, Liffle Fire. <laughs> Nipple Spire. Nipple Spire. Nipple Spire is now canon. <laughs> and you see these two large domes with little uh, <laughs> little knobs on the top. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and right between there, Captain. <laughs> Uh, you, you do a once fly over the city, and uh, it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous city. It's beautiful. Um, you see people walking the uh, the walkways and boats in the harbor, and you see this great navy uh, in the in the harbor beside the city. It's just massive boats uh, and hundreds of warships. Um, and you know, Erdan, that uh, the elves are known to have one of the greatest navies, if not the greatest navy in all of Faerun. No one challenges them. One boat especially just seems uh, bigger than all the rest. It's like a capital uh, ship, and it's just massive and uh, omnipresent uh, amongst all the other ships. Beautifully built, too, like carved and all that. The architecture is beautiful. Uh, you, the captain points down to a dock and uh, he's talking to Vitaris as he's doing and um, coordinating with him. You see a flagman down at the dock kind of waving at you guys. You guys settle down and you, uh, you land in the water uh, right beside the dock. Um, and uh, an elf uh, runs up the plank and greets Vitaris and Kalamar and gives him a hug and says, uh, welcome back, brothers, and uh, looks at you and uh, says, come, 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 uh, welcome guests, we're, uh, and then he notices you are Dan, and he kind of stops a bit, and he says, let's get you guys cleaned up, uh, the, the king uh, will want to see you soon, so. Tell the king he's being invaded by Bordrow. That's, that's concerning. <laughs> Uh, well, Check under the water. And he kind of looks at you strangely. Under the water. Okay. Um, and he says, follow me. And they lead you to a carriage. And uh, they're, you're driving through the city. Uh, up, up a bit of a hill towards uh, a large uh, castle. Uh, do you guys want to take a, a second to, to chat while you're in the uh, carriage? All of you in the carriage, including Vitaris uh, and Calamar, uh, the captain and his crew are staying behind to, you know, the ship needs some repairs from the attack. 
and the winds and the storm. So they're coordinating that. Has it been since that battle on the ship, the ride down to the city and the ride in the carriage? You would would you consider it a short rest? Yes. Hit dice. You guys can do a short rest if you want now. We're gonna arcane recovery. I'll use a couple hit dice. The lowly rogue hit dice I'll use. Um, so you guys are uh, going along the streets, uh, going up the hill towards the castle, and uh, Erdan is a ton of memories flood your mind. Is this is so overwhelming to you? Uh, you thought you'd never see this again. I see why you left. Looks like nipples. <laughs> Do we take a quick quick break? Yeah, we can take a quick break right now. Awesome, thanks. So you guys uh, arrive. Uh, I hope you rolled your hit dice for a short rest or whatever you need to do. Um, you get uh, ushered into kind of a, uh, a guest quarters and uh, you guys are able to kind of clean up and there's people there to, you know, give you a bath and fix your clothes and you can kind of, there's food and wine uh, all spread out for you. It's uh, quite the spread. And uh, you guys can just kind of get your uh, get, get your uh, thoughts straight. And uh, um, and this, he says, uh, we will uh, meet with the king uh, in about an hour. And then he leads you guys. Eat all the carrots. You eat all the carrots? There is a big bowl of carrots, sir. Yeah, I eat all the carrots. <laughs> He's just like so full. He's just stuffed with carrots. <laughs> you got really good vision. Your perception is now double. What the fuck? No. What the fuck? Uh, so the hour goes by and uh, the attendant comes in and he leads you through the castle and uh, you come into this grand ballroom, uh, the, the throne room. And at the end, uh, you see uh, the royal guard lining the, the walkway with columns and um, you uh, the, the king's thrown ahead and there's tables around there for their uh, and other chairs for all his advisors. And uh, you walk up to the king, and and the attendant introduces you. Uh, and um, do do you guys have a a name, all of you? No. No. All right. Um, we uh, we have uh, the party from uh, Waterdeep, uh, sir, my lord, and. Uh, I present Vitaris, uh, your uh, your ambassador, who went to Waterdeep uh, to meet Loyal Silverhand. And Vitaris tells him the story of what happened and on your journey back and uh, losing the amulet. And uh, he doesn't mention anything about Jarlaxle. 
but he does say they were uh you know accompanied on the travel up to the storm with uh, Jarlaxle's ships and that's the story he tells you and the king greets each one of you hello and uh do you have anything else to add to the story that sounds like quite the harrowing uh Yes, you're currently infiltrated by Drow at this very moment. Yes, we we've captured uh, captured them. We were going to hand them over, and uh... no, no, no. Your emissary, when he lost his necklace, we believe it was a Drow ploy. Vitaris uh, kind of drops his head, and he says, "It's a ship that travels under the water like a manta ray." And he, the king kind of ponders that for a while and he says, even that the gods have uh, protected us underwater, I'm sure the uh, the creatures under the sea would protect us. The storm does not just end at the uh, top of the water. Yes. We've seen it here now. <clears throat> uh, they would, we and then he looks over at Vataris and what happened to your uh, amulet? And he says it dropped into the water. We believe that the drow may have bewitched him and taken it through magical means. And Vitaris looks Otherwise, Vitaris would have uh, taken a jump off of a ship all of, on his own accords, hundreds of feet above the water. And the king looks at him wide-eyed like, is this true, Vitaris? And he's he's embarrassed. He didn't really want to say it. He goes... I owe these these men my life. Uh, it is true. I was bewitched by something. It came over somehow. I, I leapt off the ship. Um, I don't know what came over me. And the, the king seems very concerned. He says, uh, we, we will uh, talk about this in our war room and uh, I'd like to warn him of the, of the strength of Jarl Axel. Do you, do you have proof of uh, of his involvement in this? We have no proof of his involvement in the uh, original drow infiltrating. Um, uh, I keep on forgetting the name of this place. Waterdeep? Evermeet? Evermeet. We have no proof of Jarlaxel having initial involvement in uh, the drow's infiltration of Evermeet, but um, he most certainly has infiltrated today and may be looking to um, free the drow prior to their uh, escort back to Waterdeep. And he looks at you, but do you have proof of this? I, I don't know you. Like, how, no proof, how do I know but Jarlaxle, no proof at all, but Jarlaxle is very strong and I urge you to beware. You were talking about an open lord of Luskin infiltrating the Isle of Evermeet. Those are serious accusations. I wouldn't say infiltrate, but definitely what, came here. What would you say, Shadow Master? <laughs> yeah, he came here uninvited and unannounced. <laughs> Invaded is a strong word. In a ship. I didn't say invaded infantry. And a ship that runs underwater. 
Yes. That I can guarantee we is have, true. We have witnessed that. And he looks at Vitaris. Have you seen this ship? And he shakes his head. No, no, my lord. I have not seen it. And he looks. Has your captain seen it? He's talking to one of you guys. Uh, I don't think uh, we've witnessed just it on a prior myself occasion. Myself and Erden. I also, I also saw it. He says, "Well, it's it's worth. Uh, I, I, it's it's hard to believe that anything could get through, but we will put uh, extra watches out for this." Uh, and he nods. He says, "Search all the coastline for this this contraption." Uh, if it's true, we'll 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 find it. Hopefully, um, we'll double the guards everywhere. Um, if he's thinking about rescuing his friends, um, he'll be stopped. I don't believe he has friends, nor would he care to rescue them. I know stories of this Jarlaxle, but I've never met him. He is a drow. Yeah, they can't be trusted. They have no loyalty even to each other. Unless it meets their schemes. That sounds like a very wide brush that you paint. I would say he's honest to his own interests. And anything outside of that, I would not want to be. That's fair. Well, I see that uh, you guys have cleaned up. Uh, we are, uh, as honored guests, uh, we will be uh, having a ball tonight. We have emissaries coming from all over Evermeet. I uh, would like to invite you to our ball tonight. And uh, he, finally, he looks over at you, Erdan, and he finally notices you. I've been speaking to him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, but he... He, he kind of realizes it's been a long time. He realizes he's like, Erdan, is that you? Yes, my lord. L'Oreal Silverhand sent me here as her emissary. Well, I respect the wishes of uh, L'Oreal. And uh, a, a tall man in gleaming silver armor with uh, blonde hair and sharp features, he storms into the room. Uh, with a scowl, and he's got a retinue of uh, four guards. And he starts storming right towards you, Erdan. And you recognize him. Uh, his name is Rotasso. And he was uh, a brother of someone that you knew. And uh, the king uh, looks over and goes, Ah, the, our Lord of Justice, Rotasso. Uh, he, he comes in and he's he stops almost mid-sentence as he looks at a, the guy's face. Uh, and he says, my king, this man was banished from Evermeet. He should not be here. And he's just stare, He's He walks right up to your Erdan. And he's like inches away from your nose. He's just sneering at you. I should drive my sword through you right now. I have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> do, those, do those words leave his mouth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> then I will, bonus action, teleport behind him and draw my blade in the same faction as it. And your head might fall the split second after. 
and you feel four points of swords at your neck from his retinue. And the king, and he kind of stiffens a bit as he feels your sword. And the king says, everyone, drop your weapons. There will be no violence here today. Rotasso, Erdan is an emissary from L'Oreal Silverhand. He will not be accosted in my throne room or during his meet his uh his stay here on Evermeet. And I'll whisper, I said, you wouldn't want to be a little shorter, would you? And like Rotasso, he might lose his head. Rotasso's eyes never leave you, uh Erdan. Mm-hmm. And he says, I see you made some friends. You're only friends. There's no friends for you here. I wink at him. And uh, he just kind of grabs your sword, uh, Theodore, and pushes it away as he walks away. If you let him. Yep. And uh, uh, they, they exit the uh, throne room. And uh, the king, uh, you know, he kind of shakes his head and makes a bit of a face and he says, well, that was interesting, but uh, uh, let us forget uh, these crazy times and uh, celebrate um, your retinue here and Bataris coming back. Uh, we, You guys will set sail again for the morning back to uh, Waterdeep with the prisoners. But uh, tonight, let's celebrate. Uh, we have food, we have dance, we have uh, we have royalty from all over Evermeet, and you are all will be my guests of honor for tonight. And he kind of extends his hands to uh, that you could leave now. So uh, you uh, you guys uh, leave. Uh, um, Erdan, I want you to roll a perception check. Uh, 15. Yeah, you kind of look around, you see some familiar faces, uh, some new. Uh, they're all kind of looking at you, not sure what to think of you being here. They all know that you were banished from Evermeet. Very strange to see you here again. Uh, and you guys are escorted out of the castle, and you're back in your uh, back in your guest house, uh, which is attached inside the castle. Is there anything you'd like to do? You have the uh, run of the town. Uh, you could sit here and chill. Um, well, we I want to go see if I can find shopping done. But, I'd like uh, to go see if I can find a, a martial arts place. A martial arts place? Yeah, like a dojo or something. Okay. Um, what were you doing, Art? Uh, I was going to ask the guards to see if we could see the prisoners before the ball. Um, he says... Let me let me ask. Um, I think I'll ask the king, not Rotasso. I'll get back to you. Well, the man who wishes to be shorter. 
probably a better idea not he, to ask him. He, he kind of snickers and goes, yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, my lord, I'll, I'll get back to you right away and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, ask for your uh, permission to escort you to the prisoners. Thank you. And he runs off. <laughs> uh, uh, do you guys want to do anything else? I think Erdan would want to go visit the Temple of Coralon. Okay. Boogie? No, booby. <laughs> okay. Uh, Vincent and Lucan, how about you guys? And Jack? You guys feel like they don't, they're not too concerned, they don't believe us? Doesn't that seem a little weird? That's why I figured we should probably pay a visit to the captors themselves. Yeah, Makes we should have one of those zones of truth in here. Hmm. It seems odd to me. I'm they sure there's a, a temple of Corlon that we could go and talk to some, some clerics of the order who might uh, be able to help us with the zone of truth. Yeah. We have a cleric of Corlon that could do that? I don't know if I can do Zone of Truth yet. No, but I mean, surely in Evermeet, there is a temple to Corlon. Mm -hmm. You know, like, this is the homeland. This is uh, Mother... Russia? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mother Evermeet. Mother Evermeet. I got good vodka. It is the mother ever meet. Is there a temple around? I can do Zone of Truth. There is a temple in town, yeah. And uh, people could direct you to that, so. Yeah, but Zone of Truth, you have to wait till tomorrow to do it, right? Yeah. But maybe there's a cleric at the temple who, um, you know, he's got his. I'm sure they've tried everything on these uh, drow they can. And uh, I think that what you guys are experiencing is isolation and overconfidence. Um, they will not about... listen to us. They, they, they think we, we, we are country bumpkins. It's a very elven thing, I suppose, but it seems odd to me. And Jack, you're getting a lot of looks. Stop. You might be the first Harkonnen on Evermate. Aragon? That too. Aragon. Harkonnen. Harkonnen. Dune. Yes. Where is that from? The Expanse? I collect spice. Dune. Oh, Dune. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're all oily. I'm very spicy. <laughs> you might be the first hair Haragon. Haranagon? You might be the her- first hair be gone. It's like hair here and gone. Hair and gone. Hair be hair be gone. <laughs> uh yeah, you're getting a That's lot nice. of looks. People are pointing at you and whispering and just like little kids are like poking at you and is he real mama? Is I do it a toy? Uh, as we're walking up the streets, if there's like kids or whatever, I like pull a, 
I pull a penny out of their ear or whatever. Just really basic uh, sleight of hand tricks. Oh, they just they love Play it. it up. They love it. Uh, they're totally in wonder of you. You got like a following kind of <laughs> coming behind you. Hey, Erdin, uh, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> uh, Ray, roll in a, a Revy, roll an investigation. See if you can find a dojo. I hope you're not smoothing up. I don't trust this place. Devin, did you hear that? Uh, no, sorry, I didn't. What did you say? Uh, roll an investigation to see if you can find a dojo. Second session. Walking around with my laptop. Yeah, it's a 12. A 12, yeah. You're walking around. You haven't found one yet. So. Okay. Uh, Dar, are you going to the prisoners or are you going to the Temple of Koran with everyone else? Um, I'm a bit torn. Okay. I'll probably not go to the prisoners. But I'll still ask if we can have access to, but I'll follow Erdan. Yeah, as you guys are leaving, the, the attendant comes to you and says... Uh, you are granted access to the prisoners and just come back here and I'll I'll take you there when you're ready. Appreciate it. My pleasure, sir. And uh, so you guys are walking. Uh, uh, Jack is doing his little uh, coin tricks out of elven ears and uh, doing some big hops and kids are laughing and people are pointing and kind of amazed uh, this strange creature. Uh, and you come to this beautiful temple. It's uh, absolutely gorgeous. Um, the Temple of Coraline, which you know, uh, Erdan. And you just hear this this silence as you enter. Looks like uh, you, uh, you just hear soft footsteps as people uh, walk throughout to the the huge uh, towering halls and uh, there is a uh, um, an altar at the end of the uh, temple that you could go to uh, or down. going to go to the altar okay. and uh, there, there is a, a priest there and uh, roll a history check Oh, I need to roll something decent. Can I roll a history check? Or is it just because he's been here before? 19. Yeah, it's because he's been here before. How much? 19. 19. So it's been years since you've been here, and it's hard to recognize him, but you see the facial features. like The hair is grayer. Um, this is a, a priest that you knew when you came to pray to Coralon. His name is Fatalis. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't seem to. Tell us. He just kind of glances at you, and he just, you know, gives you a nod, and he's looking through his uh, 
books and uh, at the altar there. It's been a long time, my friend. And he kind of stops what he's doing and he looks up at you and he's squinting at you. And he's like, ah, do, do we know each other? Do not recognize me. You look familiar, but it's impossible. Is it you, Erdan? Yes, my friend. What are you doing here? You'll be arrested. I've been sent here by uh, L'Oreal Silverhand. And he touches his forehead in respect to L'Oreal. You see a giant statue of her in uh, one of the columns there in the picture. Um, my son, I, I was devastated when you were banished. I, uh, welcome back. And he, he comes down and he gives you a huge hug and, um, he's almost tearing up. Uh, you guys were pretty close. Uh, you got to know him. He, he taught you all about Coralon and he's, uh, <laughs> you were, you, uh, you didn't part your hair in the middle. But uh, you did hang out in the temple quite a bit and got to know him, and he was a good friend. <laughs> uh, it seems the uh, the lords here do not take our warnings seriously. Wow. Is there any not. here in the church that would have more sway? Well, our, our service here is to Coralon, not to the politics of this world. Coralon is the king of the gods. He is. He protects us on this isle. Maybe he should have a emissary speak to the king of the elves. What is your concern? The drow have infiltrated this nation. We have. We've captured them. I've heard the rumors. No, those were mere scouts, if that. I what do you mean? They were sent here, smuggled here, to send someone to to leave the island with a key to enter, and then that key was stolen. Deliberate ploy on the behalf of someone else. That is concerning. Have you told the king? He will not listen. You have proof of this. No physical proof. Only knowledge of the characters involved. Erdan, we, we know what happened when we didn't have proof. That forced you out of here. Sometimes a man's word should be taken. Elf. An elf's word. An elf's word. <laughs> He looks oh, at his man. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. And he says, maybe we should pray on it. Will you pray with me? Yes, I will pray with you. Okay. So uh, you can take, uh, you can sit down and pray with him. You can take 10 temporary hit points. And if you're, if you're not already healed, you get healed before. 
and he looks at the. Is everyone healed up? Mm-hmm. He he pulls some yeah. acolytes over, and anyone who needs healing gets healing to full. I will. I, I I'd like to inquire about some holy water. You guys, uh, you got any holy water? Uh, we we do have some holy water we use with for our services. And there, he, he points to a bowl, uh, you know, that people are dipping rags in. And... If it wouldn't be too much to ask, you know, I mean, for for the sake of this party and our journey, uh, may we be permitted to. Uh, take some holy water with us in a flask. And he kind of ponders it for a bit and he says, you know, that water took years of prayer. It is probably the most valuable thing we here in the church consider to have on this island. We use it in our services and our uh, healing. It's made from the tears of choir boys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it shouldn't have taken years then should it have just <laughs> fills up in seconds <laughs> in which case they could make more right <laughs> and then they ship them off to Fandolin <laughs> um, I'm, can I try and persuade oh, him man. to give me just a flask full you know, for the sake of our quest. Now, what is your quest? Well, we're we want to um, gather more information about uh, you know some hard evidence that is what we're lacking. And how do you feel our uh, our sacred water would help you there? I, I feel like just having <laughs> like this holy relic with us will help the the. Uh, It'll turn the tide of this um, this quest in our favor, in Coralon's favor. That gives you a nod and he thinks about it. And well, let me consider it. Adar um, will walk up to Jack and kind of like just nudge him in the shoulder a bit. You say, um, that rod you found, maybe ask this uh, old-timer if he's seen one before. Yeah, when we defeated your god, uh, or the, you know, (laughs) the storm of your god anyway, uh, I got this rod. You know what this does? And he kind of, do you hand it to him? Yeah. And uh, he, (laughs) he he holds it in his hand and he's like, where did you get this? Well, I said uh, it was when we defeated your god on the way here. Uh, I don't think you defeated our god, but this is a gift from him. Yeah. Um, this I I know what this is. Oh, this is this is a, a gift from Coralon to uh, those who are able to pass through the storm. Yeah, that's us. The guardians that protect Evermeet. If you are worthy, he will gift this to you. Yeah. 
So what this does is, it do? This is a javelin of lightning. Hmm. So you can put that in your inventory. Cool. It should be a standard D&D uh, item. Impressive. And he hands it back to you. When do I get my staff back? <laughs> <laughs> You're still salty about that? Dude, are you are you joking? <laughs> well, that's just that's just sarcasm for you, so Devin. Is, is Jack going to paint it up to look exactly like your staff? Yes. It's going to have a little hook on the end. And <laughs> you hit the button and it goes like two feet. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll still drive him nuts. Uh, Fatalis, uh, he talks to you a bit more. Uh, he talks to Erdan about your travels and things that have been happening on Evermeet. And uh, he's talking about how, you know, uh, it's been pretty quiet until the uh, drow incursion. And, uh, but uh, no, one's still, no one's that worried about it because the city is very well defended. Um, you know, they, the Navy is very strong and uh, lots of soldiers, so they're not too worried about it. They feel like they could uh, respond to any type of uh, need. It will be a sinister invasion, not a front attack. I think we should uh, have the Zephyr parked not in the harbor, but somewhere inland. Hi. Like, you know, the, and, and uh, Fatala says, well, there is the, uh, the reflecting lake uh, in the middle of town. That's probably Wouldn't deep you? enough. Let's do that. Let's go to but the- Is it freshwater or salt water? It is a freshwater lake. It's not connected, then. No, comply over there. That way, it's not in the harbor when all the other boats sink. There's a small river that leads out to the uh, ocean from the lake, but it is it's fairly small. Yes, but we could fly the boat. Well, you've been here before. You know where a good yeah. place would be. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you remember uh, the, yeah. the reflecting lake in town? It's actually in a large park in the middle of town. There's walkways around it and stuff. And Central Park? It's like Central Park, yeah. In the middle of town. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to, I want to go down to the dock and ask the captain of the Zephyr to go park the boat there. Okay, so you guys are leaving the temple? As a precaution, yeah. Okay. Oh, so did I get any of the holy water? Uh, like I said, I'd, I'll consider it. This well, is... I thought that was... I'll bless some water for you one day. Yeah, it's only cost you a few gold to do that in an hour. You can cry some tears into the flask. I need a little boy for that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, you leave and uh, <laughs> you head down to the docks? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, Theodore had the had the right idea. We should talk to the drow before they disappear. Well, why don't you guys go see the drow? 
I don't know. Sure. We all go together. Let's all go. Why not? Yeah. So you go back to your uh, your your temporary accommodations, and the attendant is he's there for kind of your to help you and get you around and all that stuff. So he uh, are you so you went down to the docks and told the uh, captain of captain? the that he should probably park his ship. He anyway. says uh, he looks at the dock master and he says, "Is that okay?" And the dock master's never been done before, but there's no rule technically against it. Sure, yeah, no, that's okay. And so they make the preparations to to move the zephyr. Um, so the attendant uh, he brings you uh, further out of the kind of the castle ward area and uh, brings you to. Uh, the justice building and uh, he takes you in through a back door because uh, he knows that uh, the Lord of Justice is you would meet him if you went through the front door and he says just follow me and he takes you down these narrow stairways and and uh, through some doors and uh, he meets up with a friend and he says you know they talk and they agree and okay he takes you through another door and uh, um, the guard says, looks at you as you arrive as a there's a, a door with a small window in it with a, kind of bars on it and he says yeah the drawer in here you can I can't let you in the door but you can speak through the door and uh, the attendant waves your arm his arm to the door if you guys want to step up we all huddle around with our heads in the door. <laughs> so why can't uh, you let us in? I'll ask the attendant. Um the uh this is about as far as we can take this. We we can't risk him getting out or escaping and uh, there's no way we're opening this door so i want to i want to look at the individual in the cell okay so you see this uh um this this uh shroud uh, this drought and uh uh there's actually two of them in there and okay. uh they're just kind of sitting on the floor, you know, not just looking down at the floor, kind of bored and um, dressed in drow apparel, dark skin, white hair. Uh, do I recognize them from any of the drow I've seen on Charl Axel's boats? Uh, you can roll a history. I've also been on Gerald Axel's boats. I'm 11. Would I recognize any of them? Because you can roll the history. I got 14. Oh, no, that's 16. You guys don't recognize them. Okay. They know that they hear some movement out the door, and one of them looks up. 
Jarlaxle's just looking uh, calmly at you. I, I say to him, Jarlaxle's come to retrieve you. And he just looks at you unblinking without making any uh, motion or recognition or any kind of emotion on his face. Doesn't say a word. Just stares at you. I wish you had detect thoughts. <laughs> Uh, nope. Okay. He kind of spits on the floor. Looks back at you. What do you want, Elf? Have you been treated well here? I'm alive. What is with you and your strange companions here on the Isle of Evermeet, the impenetrable fortress? When did you get here? Oh, I was born here. My father was a priest at the temple and my uh, mother was a queen. What was your, your father's name? Coralong. He kind of gives you a smirk. Yes. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> He's telling the truth. He's really a demigod. Yeah. It's pretty obvious he's being sarcastic. <laughs> It's okay, you two. Hopefully you'll learn how to grow wings tomorrow. Just leave them in this cage. They're used to being in a hole. Where are you from, Dark One? Just north of where you're from. kind of looks at you. Whispers something to his friend. Don't worry. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great evening. I look forward to it. I poke my head in to see what they look like. Uh, just because I've never seen a draw before. Yeah, I mean, they're in dark clothing. Uh, they're wearing dark armor. Um, they're dressed for infiltration in the dark, not to be seen. Um, I want to ask the attendant guy what they don't what have their armor. Of course, these? they don't have their armor on. It was taken what, what did uh, you guys find on these guys when they when you captured them? Where were they found? Ah, uh, well, they were found down by the docks. They were they're actually uh, they were seen in the woods near the shore spying on our warships. Oh. We caught these two, but one did evade our capture. Was it Sunny out? 
it was when they were doing it was nighttime when we caught them huh interesting what are you what what are you I, i'm an elf you look are you a bunny rabbit i'm a magician all right that's a good trick and you'll play your trumpet and go oh. Um, so the guard kind of looks at the attendant and is there anything else? This is as far as I can let you go. Yeah, this is how they've been the whole time. They just won't plan on asking these guys. We know that's hoping to, right? We don't know that, but it's probably a good idea. We didn't know that we would uh, wouldn't be able to get in there and make them talk. It's okay. We've got like two, three days on a ship, hundred feet above the ocean, in the sunshine. Maybe they'll get a tan. And uh, one of the, if you're still at the window, one of the drow just look up at you and gives you a big smile, a grin. Like I said. <clears throat> I hope he got wings. He just looks at you. Walk away. All right. Cape swish. <laughs> uh, the attendant takes you back to your uh, uh, your uh, your housing area there. There are garments there if you want. There are some really nice kind of garments that, uh, you know, formal wear and all that. If you want to wear it, or it's up to you. They said uh, we just picked some random stuff. If you'd Maybe like, for me. the ball. And uh, Erdan, um, uh, there's a box presented to you, and um, the attendant says. Your mother came to me and wants you to have this. Care package. Okay. <laughs> Lunch is for a week. You should see your mom if she's here, shouldn't you? So, and it's it's the formal wear you had when you lived here on Evermeet, and you never had time to pack it. Um, it's yours. It's your formal wear, and you can decide what it looks like. My family while I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Because you've been banished and you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she said she can't see you, but she wanted me to tell you she thinks she thinks of you. Why can't uh, you? Your father is fairly stubborn, and you know how he can be sometimes. Elven lords protocol and everything. But your mother does miss you. They will be at the uh, ball tonight. Well, Lucan will pick out some fancy clothes, something with like a high collar. Is it going to match your uh, your do? 
Something, yeah, something that goes with my uh, my new Hot. and my feather boa. And you so know, they actually took boa. your wig and your your boa. They fluffed it up. You you have an extra couple inches on your do. You got more biff. Yeah. And uh, the the feather boa is especially glittery. <laughs> um, and if you guys want to grab some formal wear, you guys can describe what it's like later on. But uh, you can pick it out. Grab a second tuxedo. <laughs> a second tuxedo. Yeah, I'm already wearing a tuxedo, but I'll take another tuxedo. <laughs> And you don't take the bottom, you just take the top again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Free tuxedo. I'm like, yep, I'll, I'll, that's for me. I'll take that. Awesome. So uh, you guys get prepped and you uh, get ready. You're all uh, dude up and cleaned up and uh, dressed up and... Uh, your your attendant, his name is Wilford, and he's he's been very helpful. He's been very uh, good to you guys. Got you into the into the uh, dungeon area there, and uh, he says, "Oh well, it's time to go. Let's go to the ball." And you guys can uh, walk off and uh, you walk into, uh, it's a different room. It's a huge ball, big giant doors open up, um, huge dance floor in the middle uh, with columns surrounding it. On the outside, there's uh, tables of food and it's more like a buffet where you just kind of pick some food and you walk around and eat and chat and meet people. and. Uh, uh, there's a big, you know, a big kind of curved stairwells on the sides that lead up to a, a mezzanine with, you know, beautiful glass doors and windows overlooking the, the harbor and the, and the starry night. And uh, the king is there. He's greeting uh, people and uh, slapping people on the back and, you know, um, been into the wine a little bit. And everyone seems to be having a good time. There's... Uh, Traditional dances that you're starting to recognize, Erdan, is uh, that are happening, and the, the band is playing, and you guys walk into this extremely glamorous ball in the Elven City. Uh, what would you like to do, Erdan? Look around. Do you do you recognize anyone? I'm going to try and see if I can find my parents. Sure. Uh, roll an investigation. Uh, Theodore will try and find the uh, Lord of Getting Shorter. Eight. Okay. Uh, you see him. He's kind of has a, he always has a retinue around him. Uh, what did you roll, Erdan? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Takes you a while. You haven't seen them yet. Maybe they haven't arrived. Um, okay. uh, Lucan and yeah. uh, Revenant, Vincent, and uh, Jack. Um, these beautiful elf ladies, they come up and grab you and pull you out onto the dance floor. And Jack, 
it's actually two it's a little girl that uh was following you around <laughs> and she's like will you dance with me mr bunny oh hey i'm one of those hot mamas <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the most garbled thing I've ever. Heard. I couldn't understand anything with that. Dude, was mama. Oh, take the marbles out of your mouth, dude. <laughs> uh, so she asks you to dance with her. She steps on your feet. <laughs> Hard not to. Uh, so Revenant, uh, Lucan, Vincent, you guys uh, are you guys accepting the uh, dance? Absolutely. Okay, all of you can roll a performance check. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, please. No part. Don't let me be as embarrassing as my actual self. I, I got a four. Oh, it's, it's, so a, good. it's a little embarrassing. It's so Gord. good. I got a fucking 20, but. And that 20? Yeah. Oh, dude. You got a circle forming around you. You're break dancing. Oh, I'm so dexterous, dude. I'm doing all the cool. Oh, your your legs are spinning in the air. You're doing head spins. You're on your back. You're doing flips. People are cheering. You've got a circle around you. And Teodor, you're kind of looking at that guy from a distance. And you look over and you see um, Lucan tripping over his feet and stepping <laughs> on his uh, his partner's toes. And uh, you see Revy killing it. Creating a crowd around him. Uh, Vincent, how'd you do? Uh, 16. So, 16? not really commanding the same presence as Revy is, but <laughs> just really uh, very out of character of this dark, decrepit, death looking character. Just <laughs> really, really skillfully dancing around and not making and, a fool of himself. And this beautiful elfman, you know how you dance when you're a kid and you kind of have that distance? She's kind of keeping yep. a bit of distance from you, yep. <laughs> but she's impressed. She's, you have her attention. She's not watching Revy. She's watching you and your steps, and she's like, okay, this guy can dance, and you guys are spinning around the dance floor, doing your thing. Theodore, are you uh, doing anything uh, when you see um, uh, Rotas? The Lord of the Lord of Getting Shorter. The Lord um, of Getting Shorter. And he's got like a regiment around him at all times. Yeah, he he's 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 got like four guards <laughs> around him, and, and he's he, like he's joking, and they're all laughing, and it's like uh, it's like a retinue or uh, that just like fawn over him. I'll just like walk over and make eye contact, and just kind of like slowly start to get a little shorter, and then keep walking. And he's in the middle of a joke, and he sees you pass, and stops like mid sentence, and his face moves from jovial to instant scowl and he just watches you and you're like getting shorter and shorter he's just like he's mouthing swear words at you <laughs> he's pissed I'll just walk over to the other side of the room and kind of find a corner to just lean back and kind of watch the room a bit sure um, after a while uh, Jack what are you doing uh, I got nine on my performance check Oh yeah, you you step on that girl's foot and it hurts. Yeah. She screams I'm, and she's crying. I'm not really paying attention to her because I'm jealous of all these maidens that are dancing with everyone else. <laughs> You're supposed to be my date tonight, not step on my feet. 
Now pay attention. And she grabs your hands I, and starts dancing with you again. I still don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Erdan, as everything is kind of whirling around you, it's almost, it's almost uh, overwhelming to you. And uh, as the crowd parts and uh, as dancers go by, you see your mother standing by a column. Yeah. I go and ask her to dance with me. Uh, you tap her on the shoulder and she was looking at another way. She turns and her face, her eyes just grow and her smile goes across her face. And she just says, her dad and gives you a huge hug. Um, see you again. Uh, you guys start to go up to the dance floor and she smiles and laughs. She says, yes, I'll dance with you. And you guys start talking as you're dancing. And I didn't know if I'd ever see you again. I'm so, so happy to see you. Did you get, well, obviously you did. I see you got to your old, your old formal wear back. You look dashing as ever. My little boo boo. <laughs> well, I guess I shouldn't call you my little boo boo anymore. Were any of us close enough to hear that? Yeah, I only have to see her lips move. <laughs> you were tripping on your. Uh... So you all have to roll a perception if you want to see that. I got 23. 23. Hey! Theodore saw it and heard it. I also oh, yeah. got 23. Yeah, you were good. Jack, Jack saw it or heard it. I only got 19. No, it was tough. It was a 20 or better. Um, I heard you, uh, you crossed the storm. Yeah, we were forced to. That's unbelievable. There's only been a few people in the history of Evermeet that's ever done that. That's unbelievable. Um, are you okay? Well, I'm standing here in front of you. It's just so good to see you, Erdan. Your, your father, uh, and she kind of turns towards where the king is, and you see your father, uh, he was standing beside the king, and he was he's looking at both of you, and as soon as you turn turns away and starts talking to the king. He's stubborn as he always has been. He, he, he wanted me to ask you how you're doing. I'm doing as good as could be. We both missed you. Okay. Just tell her that you love her. <laughs> it's just not put your head down and give your mom a hug i do yeah and she just gives you the big monkey hug she doesn't want to let go and she uh before you kind of break from the hug she whispers into your ear there's someone else who misses you 
<laughs> she kind of pulls away and she kind of looks up towards the balcony and you see this beautiful elven woman up there. Jack is right beside her. <laughs> I was going to say, do we hear the music of Dirty Dancing come over the speakers as like he's looking up? <laughs> and and you'll never forget her face, Erdan. This is the love of your life. This is Liana. And she's just overlooking the uh, the ballroom and the dancing. She's alone up on the balcony. And your wife looks at you. You should go to her. Is she looking right at me or what? No, she's looking over the the ballroom almost like she's looking for someone. Okay, well, I'm going to uh, give my mother a kiss on the cheek when the the dance ends. And I'm going to slip away and see if I can find my way up to that balcony. And she gives you one of those motherly proud looks as you walk away. Uh, you uh, go up the curb stairs and up to the balcony. And you uh, come up behind her as she's still looking over the balcony. Uh, she doesn't notice your presence yet. <laughs> I, uh, Please don't goose her. <laughs> I clear my throat. Uh, she startles a bit and she turns around. <laughs> and her, her mouth is kind of hanging over. She, our eyes are wide. And she just jumps into your arms and gives you a hug and starts bawling. Just whispering your name, Erdan. I thought I'd never see you again. I just hold her. I don't say anything. And you guys stand there for almost like a, a minute, and just holding each other. And she kind of clears her tears up, and she looks at you. And I was hoping I'd see you. I don't think I can stay. You're going back tomorrow is what I heard. I didn't my cause you couldn't leave without seeing. I don't know what to say. When I saw you standing over his body, I just... I I just had to go run for help. I didn't know that they would expel you. He did this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. And he's. I know. He was going for my, uh, both of you were kind of 
going for my attentions and he could be a jerk, but I didn't wish for Perrin to die. I, I don't know what happened before I got there, Perrin, but I just wish this didn't happen. I had no choice. He gave me no choice. Listen, he was a friend of mine. As much as uh, you guys never got along, but I lost two people that night. I did not wish to kill him. And she just kind of just kind of falls into your arms again. And it's so good to see you. Um, uh, you notice a kind of a guard rushing into the ballroom down below and he runs over to the uh, the king and you hear him uh, yelling the prison has been attacked one of the drow is killed and the other one is mortally wounded it's like a it's like a record scratch as I'm doing like some break dancing stuff and I'm just like <laughs> and I just like, fucking knew it <laughs> um, you kind of look down at the balcony and, and you hear him say uh, the guards uh, um, the, the drow was bleeding out uh, the cleric came to heal him so that we could still have one prisoner but there was a time device planted him within him by an assassin it was like a fireball exploded as soon as the cleric approached Um, the guards, after they came into the cell, but they were ambushed by two robed men wearing face coverings. They overtook the guards and ran up the stairs. And we ran after them. Uh, there were several dead, dead guards. Um, Erdang, as you, you're kind of hearing this because the whole place has gone quiet. And they're hearing the voice of this uh, guard explain to the king what's happening, uh, giving an account to the king. And you hear a noise behind you through the glass doors on the patio beyond overlooking the harbor. You see two robed men jump down and uh, run to the edge of the patio, like uh, jump down off the roof land on the patio, roll. It looks like they're running towards the patio edge. Like, toward us or away? Uh, away from the glass doors. Where And you're on the inside, then there's glass doors, and there's a patio, and then there's like a railing. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll run, run out and uh, chase after them. Uh, Liana screams when she turns and sees that and sees you running. Uh, the first, you open the doors and the first figure starts jumping over the railing uh, to a roof below. And the second figure kind of glances back and sees you open the door and he stops. He's looking at you. And he almost takes a step towards you and his friend says, we have to go. 
and he pulls his hood down and pulls back his mask and you stagger backwards as your life in Evermeet flashes before your eyes. Before you is the source of your banishment. Before you is the source that made you lose everything you held dear. Before you is your rival that you had killed many years ago, but here he stands glaring darkly at you. Before you is Perrin. And we'll end the session there. Like a revenant. He's like a revenant. Yeah, he died and then he came back. No, no, you thought he was dead. No, no, he was dead and then he came back. No, 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 no. You thought he was dead. <laughs> Another revenant we have to explain. <laughs> he was never actually years. dead. <laughs> oh, man. Good cliffhanger. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to put uh, into writing my I told you so thinking. I told you so. So both the drow prisoners were killed. Uh, one was mortally wounded and implanted with like a exploding fireball as soon as the cleric came near. So killed him and the cleric. So the two prisoners you were taking back were killed. Uh, well, we're free to leave then. Looks yeah. like we're staying here a while. Let's get a train uh, montage. Looks in and like we're going rabbit hunting. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you guys uh, <laughs> down on the main dance floor just hear uh, a woman scream up on the balcony. Will you have a better uh, image of the scene with the two domes next time? <laughs> Yeah, I'll see if I can Google something up for you. Top down view. <laughs> the ship docked in between. <laughs> it's in wet dock. <laughs> I think that's dry dock, isn't it? Uh, that's when they get old. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's uh, quarter after 10. Thanks for hanging around. It was a good session. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Been waiting to do that for a while. <laughs> All right, guys. You, you have know a good I've been night. waiting to do for a while? What's that? You know I've been waiting to do for a while? Kill Jarlaxle. Oh. Never going to happen. No. Probably not. There's no chance. Yeah. Some Someday I'll quivering palm him. Quivering palm him? That I don't want to know how you're gonna quiver quivering palm him. Jeralaxel, <laughs> <laughs> knowing Jeralaxel would probably be into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I doubt it. It's rough when it comes out of you. <laughs> oh, Thank you for streaming this episode of the Mobius Chronicles. Our team at Perilous Pursuits love playing DD but your likes, thumbs ups, and subscriptions motivate us to do even more crazy characters, voices, and memorable moments. For streaming options for all of our shows, a link to our Facebook community and tools and extras that might help your D&D games, go to our website at www.perilouspursuits.com. In the meantime, ask that black dragon to acid wash your jeans, cast duplicity, and double date those water genasi sisters. Then meet your friends at the barge right in, and drink some ale, roll some dice, 
and play some D&D.